Well, it's April 15th. Do you know where your taxes are? <laughs> hey, uh, they're due today, right? Uh, or if you're like me, uh, your estimated tax payments for the first quarter are due to be postmarked today. Although in my experience, uh, even if you're a few weeks late, they'll take the payment and cash the check. I do think it's weird that quarterly payments are due in April, June, two months later, October, four months later, and January. I don't understand why they don't do it in July, but anyway. And I always forget to send them in in June until like the end of the month. I go, oh, I guess I better do that. Hey, uh, it's Tim Patterson, Trade Show Guy. This is Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee for April 15th, uh, 2019. A week ago today, I was in Las Vegas to uh, report on and walk the floor of the National Association of Broadcasters show at the Las Vegas Convention Center. Therefore, Oh gosh, uh, 60 hours, maybe two and a half days or so. My, my my first impressions, it's a really big show. I saw the press release uh, that came in, I think Wednesday, that over 90,000 people had picked up badges and attended Monday and Tuesday. I haven't seen final numbers for the whole show yet, but that's a whole lot of people. And uh, I was a bit overwhelmed for a few hours till I finally got the lay of the land because I'd never been to the Las Vegas Convention Center. Uh, I'd turn a corner around one hall and go, oh, it ends there. And then I'd turn another corner and go, oh, it's another mile down there till we get to the end. So I don't know, 16, 1700 exhibitors, something like that. Uh, NAB is where you'll find the latest in audio and video production and all the supporting products. Uh, got to do a couple of press events. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sharp Electronics showed off their 8K cameras. Went to see some of the GoPros new things, the, uh, the, uh, the, the Hero 7, I think it is. Also, network and audio and video controllers, studio design and audio and video production boards, uh, facility infrastructure, transmitters, processors, automation software, captioning AI, streaming, scheduling, logging, transcriptions, and, you know, everything else. <laughs> uh, one of the things, though, I wanted to do while I was there was find out how the NAB Showcares program was playing with the exhibitors. Uh, you may recall... Uh, I interviewed B.J. Enright of Trade Show Logic in January about the program, which is intended to make the costs of material handling and sign rigging in particular more transparent and, frankly, less expensive. Uh, what I found, though, asking people that most people that I talked to weren't even aware of the program. Now, I understand that a lot of the people on the floor are the uh, salespeople, and they may not know the logistics side, but a few people I did... Uh, once I described it in detail, they realized what it was. They just didn't know it by that name. They went, oh, yeah, we saved like 700 bucks uh, moving this stuff in. Or we saved a lot on the hanging of the sign. Uh, and so I wanted to get them. I would ask them, can I get you on video to talk about this? And a couple people did. <laughs> but 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 funnier, a, a lot of people said, you know, I, I, I don't think I can do that. Uh, why? Well, because I'd have to approve management. Can you do that? Management's not here right now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's the way it kind of works. So about out of, the, out of the 12 or 15 people I spoke with, they got a couple on film. And here's what they had to say about the program. They really liked the program. We're quite happy this year. They included the drainage and the boost space. So it actually saved us about $700. So we were pretty happy about that. Hopefully they'll do something uh, for New York as well. But it was kind of included in the cost, as you as you mentioned. Yeah, included in the booth space. Uh, so they added a flat fee, two hundred dollars, and uh, that's what I've heard as far as the dredge is. It, is the flat fee is really kind of a game changer in a sense from is. that aspect. It yeah. is versus the hundred pound price. Right. So right. yeah. Cool.
So, uh, Fred, I'm, I'm curious to ask you about your experience with the, the material handling at the NAB Show Cares program. How has that affected you guys? That was actually huge for us, um, and it made a whole lot of sense really overall, too. Uh, material handling for us really was killing us. Uh, we could get bills back of seven or $8,000 and have a booth that cost us twenty dollars to $30,000 for the entire space. Um, so adding that up was crazy. Uh, for us, the real downside was that our stuff weighs so much. So we have to bring four or five crates and our product is just heavy by nature. That's just the way it is. So having to ship that in, have it weighed, and then being charged that extra fee on top of everything was, um, was yeah, really, really killing us. So was this the first year they implemented that or was it last year? This you, is the first year. First year, okay. Mm -hmm. So it saved you a fair amount of money. It's this a flat fee us. for square foot to bring it in. Yeah, absolutely. So being able to put that down and just spread it over every everybody in every space and then um, just be able to charge us per square foot has been huge for us. It's really brought it down by, um, boy, by, by many thousands for us. Well, uh, that's very nice to hear. So while we're in your product, let's tell me about what, what we're in and uh, yeah, absolutely. the name of the company, Vocal Booth. So this is vocalbooth.com. We build modular recording studios. So we've been doing that for well over 20 years. We can build them in sizes from four foot by four foot up to 16 by 24 feet. We do all kinds of different custom colors, custom heights, across all different markets might be broadcast education we do stuff for museums and music interestingly enough that last uh speaker there was from bend oregon which is where i went to high school i think the only not the only oregon exhibitor but certainly the only one from bend the guys that do the voice booth uh and i got to talk to the guy I said hey i'm an old lava bear ben lava bear that's the the high school over there i said that was back when there was only one high school now there's three high schools and so we got to talking about bend and everything and that was kind of fun i spoke with another few dozen exhibitors to get their takes on the show and almost unanimously they thought it was a great show their appearances were, were well worth it in the first day or two they were saying yeah we got lots of people can buy lots of leads are generating it's great it's great uh, there was only one dissenter a woman who said that this is her 30th show and she thought it was going downhill the one comment she passed on was, yeah, that little place that Sony had. And I went to myself, wait a minute, little place. Uh, I was just down there. It was like 10,000 square feet at least. It was humongous. She said, yeah, they used to have a third of the hall. Okay, that was a long time ago. Anyway, so who's to say? Uh, I did see the opening keynote by Gordon Smith, executive director of the NAB, and uh, got to see the presentation of the NAB Distinguished Service Award to Alan Alda. And then he sat down for a chat, not with Gordon, but with someone else and reminisced about um, his career so that was a lot of fun next morning i got there between the before the floor opened to see a panel discussion with uh, i believe it was cecilia vega of abc Stephen portnoy of cbs radio holly jackson of nbc and yamish alcinder of pbs former new york times uh, discussing their jobs as white house correspondents and as you might imagine they had some interesting tales to tell uh, I have posted a gallery and a longer article on tradeshowguyblog.com, so check that out. And I have more video coming, uh, just some displays of some of the various video products I saw at the show. That should air, air. That should, <laughs> see, I'm, I'm a radio guy. That should be on the blog sometime in the next week or so. All in all, a great time. Uh, very short turnaround. Hope to return next year, so we'll see. This week's trade show tip, when you're exhibiting, have enough business cards. Yeah. I think about one in six or one in seven of the exhibitors I spoke with had either forgotten them or on day one or two had already run out. So take enough business cards. 
Finally, this week's one good thing. There's a book out called Never a Dull Moment. My good friend Carl told me about this last summer when he was visiting from Arizona. It's called Never a Dull Moment, 1971, the year that rock exploded by David Hepworth, who was uh, 21 when... 1971 rolled around, and, and it's got stories about Marvin Gaye and the Rolling Stones and uh, post-Beatles, uh, Carly Simon and James Taylor and Carole King. All Everything that he, his, his, his thesis is that 1971 was a watershed year in rock, and, and I agree. It's a great book, and if you're a rock and roll fan, I think you would really like this book. It's called uh, Never a Dull Moment. That does it for this week's Trade Show Guy, Monday Morning Coffee. Oh, my new shirt. Yeah, I got this at the NAB store. It's, uh, I'm a vlogger now, and I'm officially, I mean, I've been a vlogger for years, but I have the shirt now. <laughs> <laughs>